Blog Talk Radio. Super Bowl time, and I look back on the season and I say, where did the season go? I'm telling you, I remember being young and Christmas would come and it would seem like Christmas took 175 years to come again. It just just, life seemed to move so slow when I was a kid. You know, winter took forever, you know. And, and then summer vacation was long. I mean, now, of course, we want long summers. If you're in, you know, I'm in New England, you want long summers. But, but summer vacation was long when you were a kid. And then, you know, you got out of school and then, you know, you're, you know, you're 12 years old, 11 years old. Right? You're not working. You know what I mean? You know, you, know, you get out of school. Now you're like, okay, that's it. The next day is like, okay, what, what do I do now? You know, I got two and a half, three months off. What do I do? You know, and it's good for the first couple of weeks. And after that, bam, you know, but now as, as, a, as a guy, you know, depending on how you measure senior citizen ages, I'm getting close to those numbers. I don't feel it, but I'm getting close to it. Man, I, it's, it's February 6th. So 2024 just got here. It feel like it just got here yesterday. And it's February 6th. The playoffs are gone. The, the, the season is over. We don't went through 17 games. We don't went through all the playoffs. We don't we done already passed the bye week after the divisional championships, and we are five days from the Super Bowl. I, I it just it flies by. It flies by. Anyway, uh, I don't think Dr. Train is going to be joining us. We wish him well. He's dealing with some weather issues out in California with all that rain. So hopefully he's handling that well, um, but I do have the other two hosts, uh, my brother, JB, and uh, the Madden Nation man himself, K-Star. Gentlemen, welcome to the Madden Voice. Hey, yo, here we go. This is it, baby. That's right, last game of the season. Well said, T, uh, with that beginning. It goes by so quick, and uh, here we are. Let's get it. Yeah, here we are. Um, so we didn't do a show last week. I, I do want to touch on the divisional games quickly. Um, they're kind of old hat now, but I, 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 I did want to touch on them because I thought it was an interesting weekend. Um, Jay, did you have a takeaway from the divisional, not divisional, I apologies, the, the ch- conference championship games? Um, did you have a, a takeaway that you'd like to share? 
Um, I guess from the, the Chiefs-Ravens game, uh, the only takeaway that I have is pretty much the one that's probably been bandied about already, and it's that just Lamar can't seem to get over the hump when it comes to the playoffs. Great during the regular season, not so great during the playoffs, and we actually had a chance to witness it again. I don't want to say it was squarely on him, but obviously with his talent and with him probably on the cusp of having another MVP season, uh, it, it does fall at his feet. And then um, the, the greatness of Mahomes coming through, um, that's really it with that game. The, um, what was it, the Lions and Niners? <laughs> yeah. Wow, I could talk about that one for a while. That was, that was probably the better game of the two, and I thought it was going to be the other way around. Um, Purdy showed me something that we kind of collectively, and I say we, I, I'm going to say you, myself, and train specifically, although I'll speak for myself if I have to, no problem. But he came through in the clutch when he needed to. And um, I won't say I'm shocked to see it, but it was a pleasant surprise because they had to win because of him and not just with him kind of being a part of the winning equation. Okay. Okay, Star, any takeaways? Um, yeah, I mean, kind of the same stuff a little bit. Lamar made some really poor red zone decision team defense, but I thought pretty well from the I think the second quarter on. Uh, but they really abandoned the run game. It was kind of a collective fail, I thought, between Lamar and offense coordinator Todd Munkin. I think they only ran the ball like four times in the second half. Um, but those red zone turnovers were killer. And my other takeaway, you know, Brock Purdy, I think, showed a lot. Um, down 17, had a really nice comeback, nice, nice scramble, and made a lot of plays when he needed to to get the Niners to the to the Super Bowl, and um, that was pretty impressive uh, how he showed out. And uh, yeah, okay. Um, I have I have a very simple takeaway. Um, Dallas fucking blew it. You yep. fucking blew it. I watched yeah. those four teams. I watched both of those games, and there was nothing on that field that impressed me to the degree where I said, well, I'm glad Dallas lost because they would have got pummeled by that team. I, I, I really think that the Dallas team that I saw for the better part of the season would have competed very well. We already know they competed well against Detroit because they just played them, and you can say whatever you want. Detroit got robbed. Okay, but it was – it was it was an even game down the stretch, and if Dan Campbell actually kicks the extra point, who knows? Who knows who wins? But it was an even game, so we know they can beat them. Not because they beat them, but because it was an even game that could have went either way. And yes, Purdy played well in the comeback in the fourth quarter. He played well, but you know I, they also fell behind seventeen points. They also were in trouble. And that was because of Their defense didn't, yeah. The defense also didn't look very strong. The and the defense did not look little bit. very strong at all. You know, and, I, and, I, and, you know, the same thing with Baltimore. I mean, hey, you know, and, and the other thing I will say is, and, again, I hate to make everything about Dallas, but, damn it, I'm pissed off. You know, I'm, I, I'm hurt this year because this was the year I thought we could do something. And I'm looking at these teams, you know, and I'm looking at, I'm looking at Baltimore, and I'm sitting up there saying, now, nah, you know, yes, I did pick Kansas City, but I mean, I don't know who that quarterback was. You know, and you know what really gets me is 
the MVP is a regular season award, and yet Lamar is the presumptive MVP. He doesn't have the stats that Brock Purdy had. He doesn't have the stats that Dak Prescott has. He doesn't even have the stats that Mahomes had. But for some reason, because they were 13-4, and he's the MVP. I I don't get it. If, If you had said, well, look at what he did in the postseason, it just reaffirms that he should be the regular season MVP. Well, you can't even say that now. So please, someone's going to have to tell me on Thursday night when they do the NFL honors why he's going to win the MVP. Someone's got to tell me. I don't understand. I don't see how his play is MVP level. Frankly, and I'm okay with Dak not getting it because, because you, you, and, and it's a regular season award. Got it. And I'm okay with Dak not getting it because of that egg he laid in the playoffs. But if I'm neutral, if I'm not biased, and I looked at all the quarterbacks, I could make a strong argument that Dak Prescott is your regular season MVP. A very strong argument. Could make a pretty strong argument that Brock Purdy is your regular season MVP. Both of them, to me, over Lamar Jackson. So that was my other takeaway, is I don't know why he getting MVP. I really don't. So I think NFL teams, I think we, we know this, we say this, we hear this, but it really comes down to how well you play in the postseason. It's not that the regular season doesn't matter, but the fucking regular season doesn't matter. All, just get in the goddamn tournament. All of this other bullshit, it don't matter. Look how well, look how strong Look how bad Kansas City looked at times this season. How'd that work out? How'd that work out for them? They back in another Super Bowl. So, you know, I I, I just hope, I hope that any NFL team, because there's 30 of them sitting home right now, and now that you, you got time away from the season, you start planning, everybody has a head coach now, you know, you start figuring out what you want to do. I hope you remember this. I hope you look at this and realize, just get into the tournament. Just get there. And then that's when you show your ass. Don't get so obsessed with the regular season to the point where you got nothing left for the postseason. Because we see what happens. We see what happens. Jay, you said something? I'm sorry. No, I think that was K-Star. Oh, K-Star. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you were to factor in playoff performances, I mean, I thought, as I said earlier in the year, or late in the year, not early, um, that Brock Purdy made a really strong case for himself, you know, especially his last couple weeks. Lamar, I feel like we kind of handed it to Lamar because um, the last few games, Brock, or at least a couple games that Brock didn't play well, and Lamar did, and including the head-to-head, and same with Dak. But, like, when you look at, like, the total numbers between Purdy and Dak and Lamar, like, I don't, Lamar probably shouldn't have really been in the discussion. I feel like the team and the defense, yeah, kind of put him within the discussion because of their record. Um, but, I don't know. I mean, Lamar's going to win MVP probably, but to me, I think it's pretty clear that Purdy had a better year overall when you take into account everything. Yeah, I mean, honestly, again – when I, when I look at the regular season, 17 games, 
And I, again, I'm not trying to be a homer, and I am perfectly fine with Dak not winning it because of how he played in the first round. You you didn't you didn't play like an MVP, so fuck you, bro. Fuck you. Um, you know, I mean, as a you know, I you know, just, just on the topic of MVP, fuck you. Um, but I would, but Dak to me is a regular season MVP. To me, he's a regular season MVP all day. That's just just how I look at it. Um, Dallas had their ups and downs. So did San Francisco. So did most teams. Dallas didn't lose three games in a row all season. They didn't lose three games in a row all season. Okay. So to me, you look at the numbers and the the, the level of play, um, and how many games Dallas won because of Dak. Dak the MVP. But Lamar will get it. That's fine. He don't deserve it either. Um, I think if I looked at it from a who deserves it standpoint, overall, I'd go with Purdy only because he's going to Super Bowl. I don't think he's an MVP level quarterback. I, I'm sorry. I I I think he played well. He's done some good things. But I'm on that. I'm on that. Yeah, we'll see. Let's see what happens on Sunday. Let's see. show me on Sunday. Biggest game of your career. Show me on Sunday. Even if you lose, because you're playing that guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know hmm. even if you lose. But if you lay an egg on Sunday, I want to hear it again. I want to hear it. They go in there Sunday, and he throws three picks, and he plays the way, uh, the, the, the same way he played against Baltimore in the regular season. I don't want, I don't want to hear I, I don't want to hear no more hype about Brock Purdy. I don't want to hear it. You got to go there. And you got to show and prove. Even if you lose, let's say it's 34-28 or something, and, you know, you played well, but you just, you, hey, you came up against Michael Jordan. It happens. But, you know, you look at the superstars that played Michael Jordan, you know, over their careers, Patrick Ewing and John Stockton and Carl Malone and, 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 and Reggie Miller. Those guys are still Hall of Famers. They're still superstars. They didn't shrink. They just played that guy. <laughs> so let's see what Brock Purdy <laughs> yep. does. Do you play like an MVP, even if you lose because you're playing one of the best to ever do it? Okay. Then I, I'll be the first one next Tuesday to come on here and be like, hey, man, you know, 49ers got their franchise quarterback. But we'll see. Speaking of quarterbacks, as Train would say, I'm still going to get that clip. Quarterbacks, I'm going to get that clip. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had asked the question two weeks ago, and I think it's I think it's hilarious. And I don't know, guys, maybe it's me, but the last two weeks I keep hearing that Mahomes is Michael Jordan, and I don't know that I heard that before. I said it on this show two weeks ago, and now everywhere <laughs> I turn around, they're comparing to Mahomes and Michael Jordan. I'm sitting there like, was motherfuckers doing that before the Mad Boys two weeks ago? I don't know. I don't. I'm not, they, they were saying they were comparing him to Tom Brady, yes. But were they talking about Michael Jordan? I I, I did that. But anyway, now the question is, um, you know, is he to go? We're not even going to have that conversation, okay? I'm not going to disrespect Tom Brady, who played for 20-something years, seven Super Bowl titles, ten appearances, virtually every record in the book. Sorry. No. No. Brady's the GOAT. (laughs) Now. Is Mahomes on, on that trajectory? Of course. Win or lose, he's on the trajectory. Well, come on. Oh, he's already the goal. It's, it's, such a, it's such a long way to go. That's the thing about the conversation. It's like, yeah, he's on a quote-unquote pace, but, like, 
how realistic is that pace to come to fruition? It's so tough. It really is, K-Star. It really is. And he answered the question perfectly. Hey, in 15 years from now, I hope I can look back and say, yeah. You know, but right now, no. But, Jay, I got a question for you. Um, and I, I'm asking you on purpose because of our relationship with our father. May he rest in peace. And you probably know where I'm going. But Patrick Mahomes Sr. was arrested for what I believe is his third DUI. Um, and I don't, I don't wanna, I don't wanna crucify the guy. He gonna have enough problems without us crucifying him. Okay, I'm not, I'm not here to do that. Um, wish him well. Um, glad that he didn't get hurt. Glad that he didn't hurt anybody. Um, but this is, I believe, his third DUI. And. I ask you, as someone who I know personally had a very close relationship with our father, not that I didn't, but I'm asking the question, so I'm not going to ask myself, I'm going to ask you. How do you think it's going to, or will it affect Mahomes, knowing that, you know, his father has this issue he's dealing with, and it happened right during Super Bowl time. Do you think we should be concerned that Mahomes may not mentally be all there because of this? I mean, if if he has the kind of relationship that that I've had with with my dad that you've had, it has no choice but to have an impact on him. He'll never admit it, but he's human. And like you said, to have it happen now, and yes, the third time, it's almost like <laughs> you, you almost expect it. But I say that tongue-in-cheek. But to have it happen now of all times when you're about to embark on getting a Super Bowl ring and, and, and you have this this take place, it, it is tough to, to to be able to focus. It is tough to be able to get in the huddle and, and practice w- without having that be at, your, at the forefront of your mind. So I can see it having an impact on him. He'll never admit it if that's true with the case. If he's not playing well, it could have a lot to do with the 49er defense. could have something to do with what's going on in his mind, too, is what's going on with his father. So, I mean, it, it has there's, – there's no way to get around it not being on his mind. Therefore, there's no way to get around it not having any impact on him. Okay. Different question for you, K-Star. You have been a pro Brock Purdy person this year. So mm-hmm. keeping that in mind is why I'm asking you this. Yep. Do you think the fact that the 49ers in the championship game against the Eagles last year, Purdy was out. They literally had Christian McCaffrey trying to throw passes. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was sad. I remember. Yeah. Will that give them extra motivation? Will they feel extra determined to avenge um, last year's failure to even make the Super Bowl, and should Kansas City be worried about a very motivated 49ers team? Well, there's a lot of avengers going on here. You don't want to, because you have George Kittle who manifested 
coming back to the Super Bowl, a lot of those players coming back to the Super Bowl who lost to Mahomes already in the Chiefs. And then we, let me ask you this. I mean, when the Niners and the Eagles finally met up with all the trash talk about, you know, the Niners saying, hey, we were the better team. We would have won and brought Purdy if he were there in the championship game. You know, what did they do to Philly? They played their best Molly game Watt. probably of the year. Yeah. Played their best team of the year, man. So, um, absolutely. You know, the team loves the trash talk, but also they just – they have that, that fire in them to kind of prove that. And uh, I think they're going to take every advantage of, in doing that Sunday. And uh, I think she should be worried because, let me tell you something, as, as the Niners somehow made the Super Bowl despite not playing very good. i got to be honest. Like, they didn't play very good in these playoffs, and they're still there, right? Kansas City Meat played the best they played all year. If the Chiefs run into the Niners team that is beyond motivated and ready to avenge last year's what they thought was a Super Bowl year, the Chiefs are in trouble if they play to that level, because I don't think the Chiefs can play to the level that of the Niners best, personally. Mm. But, yes, I do, I do think it's extra motivation. Interesting. Okay. All right. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna tackle that in a second. Don't think – so you're saying the Niners come in at their best, the Chiefs comes in at their best, the Niners – the Chiefs should be worried. The Niners yes. would are better. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, different question for you, Jay, and then we're gonna we're gonna make some picks. This will not be a long show. <laughs> um, so a lot of focus on Taylor Swift. A lot of stuff on social media about Taylor Swift. Um, do you think that the NFL's obvious uh, intentional focus, to some degree, on Taylor Swift is a Bad thing, Jack. No, I mean you. You think about how the revenue that she's helped to generate, the fan base that she's kind of perked up and, and brought in with her, uh, is is not bad for the NFL. I, I think they're they're looking for every opportunity to leverage whatever kind of fandom they can get. If it's from going overseas to having games played in Germany and played in London and then coming up there's going to be I think the Eagles are playing in Brazil this coming season to the Swifties and, and all that that comes about it's, it's almost that old saying um, even when it's bad news people are talking about you it, it's kind of I'm in a paraphrasing and jacking it all up I'm sure but as long as there's publicity NFL is all for it and especially if all it's going to be is good positive publicity. right and and that's what they want. So if, if that's what she's bringing to the table, they're all for it. I don't have an issue with it myself. I, I'm not uh, a huge fan of every time the camera's got to put it on her, every time Kelsey gets a touchdown or the Chiefs score a touchdown, the camera's got to shoot to her. I don't really care about all that, but I understand the business side of it, so I get it. K-Star, same question. Do you have an issue with the NFL's focus on Taylor Swift? No, nah, they're making money off it. You know, they're trying to attract a wider swath of fans, so it's a business. They're going to do it. Kind of is what it is, you know. So I, I don't personally have an issue with it. You, you know what's interesting is the three of us are all girl dads, and we agree on this topic. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. We, we agree. I, I remember asking my daughter, my, my youngest, Amari, and I said, when, when this all started happening and I began to realize that right now Taylor Swift is even bigger than Beyonce, which 
I would have never knew this. I would have never gathered that she was that big. I knew she was, I knew she was famous. I knew she was popular, but bigger than Beyonce. I would have, I would have fought you. I would have fought you and your mother on that one. Okay, there's, there's no way. Well, she's bigger than Beyonce. Okay. Sorry, Jay-Z, with all due respect, <laughs> I appreciate you standing up for your woman, and that's what you should do. But Taylor Swift is bigger than Beyonce, and it ain't even close right now. On all time, I don't know about all of that, but today, she's the biggest star in the world right now. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't have an issue with it either. I love it. I, don't, I love it. Show her. Show her all they want. You know, it don't bother me at all. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm a capitalist. You know, and, and it's yep. generating revenue, it's generating income. You know, all the people that complain, and I'm saying to myself, you all complain, but if it was someone on your team, we had this. We had Jessica Simpson date Tony Romo. So we lived this for a little while, a long time ago. And if it was someone on your team who was in a relationship with a megastar, you would feel totally different. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be hating on it. You'd be like, leave him alone. You know, because you know why? Because your team would be getting flexed to primetime games. Your team would get being talked about more on Sports Center and all the football shows because of Taylor Swift. Not that Kansas City wasn't getting enough attention because they, they, they're Super Bowl champions. They're multiple-time Super Bowl champions. And they've got that guy, Mahomes, and they got that guy, Kelsey. They get a lot of attention. But those Taylor Swift into the conversation, oh, get out of here. I love it. They don't bother me at all. And I'm a Cowboys fan. We're used to, we get a lot of attention just because. And I think this is, yeah. the, this is the first time in a long time that the Cowboys have been moved to the back page. <laughs> the Cowboys aren't even relevant. Oh, okay, maybe that's a bit strong. But it's all about Kansas City and Taylor Swift. I love it. I love it. Keep it up. Maybe Dallas will get their act together now. Maybe, maybe Jerry Jones will, you know, shut up, stop talking. And, and, and go do something. Um, sorry, I got a question for you. Um, you still follow wrestling, right? I can, did you ask me or GB? K-Star. Oh, yeah, LB. absolutely, I do. Okay. So, do you think that Cody Rhodes should be allowed to finish the story? Yes! Yes. Oh, my so God, you're, yes. I'm, so you're in the We yes. Want Cody camp? Oh, my, yes. I'm, okay. Yes, absolutely. I'm as so much as I love the rock, you, yes. I'm so glad you said this, and I know it's a little off topic. Can you please explain to me why? Absolutely. So, the, here's why, right? We watched this Royal Rumble. Cody wins it. The fans are behind him. He's been, honestly, he's put WWE in a really relevant map. So he, he joined the WWE. He's been a huge driver between main events, last year's WrestleMania. He wants a story of what happened for Dusty Rhodes, his father. And you can't just take that Royal Rumble, make him a two-time winner along the lines of Shawn Michaels, Hulk Hogan, Steve Austin, and then have him show up Friday night and say, you know what, Rock, here you go. Here's our main event. That makes no sense. It hurts the Royal Rumble's integrity. It insults our intelligence as fans. Like, why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense. You know, that's, that's not what you've been fighting for. So from a storyline okay. perspective, that's why. Yep, okay. So let, let me help you. You've literally just got through saying that 
you don't have an issue with Taylor Swift and all of that. The only oh. star on her level in the world is The Rock. Biggest star in the world. Number Bro. one. Biggest star in the world. Number one. I love The Rock. Number two. It's not even what has been yeah. the dominant storyline in the WWE for the last four years? Has been Cody Rhodes sure. been here four years? It's been yeah. Roman Reigns. It's been the bloodline. It's been we the ones. Acknowledge me. I'm the head of the table. That's been the dominant story for four years. Do you want to see a rematch, mind you? Because we already saw this. A rematch. With, yeah, but you come on now. What's going to happen? Come on. It, you think they're going to? You expect- really think that they were going to give him the title? Or is Roman Reigns going to keep the title because the Uso, uh, 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 J- uh, Jay, no, Jimmy, Jimmy Uso or Solo uh, is going to interfere and he's going to win again? Come on. I, this is what I thought before The Rock, because that kind of changed everything. I thought that my, my expectation was Cody would lose this year and they'll have a trip, like, and, and they'll do like a part three series. That was my expectation. However, when he won the Royal Rumble again this year, like, in the rumors of The Rock, I was like, you know what? They might just have Cody win this year and have Rock and Roman next year. To me, that would make the most sense. They were supposed to do Rock and Roman last year. Yeah, something yeah. Happened. and they were. Right. But, see, my biggest problem is, if they, this is why I think a lot of people are upset, honestly, besides, you know, the people loving Cody, it's that The Rock should have just went in the fucking Royal Rumble and won, you know? that's the That, that was a huge blunder on WWE's part, if that was the plan. Like, just let... Rock win the Royal Rumble because you can't. It doesn't make any sense for Cody to give up his Royal. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't make yeah, sense for him to win two years. That part I have. That part's why, why I am yeah. so bothered by it. If that happened, I'm I'm cool with it. You're right. I would agree with you. I, I don't have an cool. issue with that logic. Yeah. But we're here now, and if people actually got out of their own way and thought about it for a minute, what's going to be better? There's no look. This isn't about The Rock beating Roman Reigns. That's not going to happen. He's not going to come back and be a full-time wrestler. He's not going to come back and be a part-time wrestler. It's not that. This is about the bloodline. This is about the family story and about The Rock stepping up saying, you're not the head of the table. I am. And this is about what happens from Thursday when they do the press conference up to and all of the back and forth. We're about to get the most entertaining stuff. Remember The Rock and John Cena for two years? This is going to make that look like me. Oh, this is going to blow that away. We're going to get the most entertaining stuff. We might get Rikishi coming back, jumping in this. We, like, like, we're going to look, get I would love that. Enter- oh, we're going to get the most entertaining, because that's what The Rock is all about. Fuck the damn match. That's, that's anticlimactic. He's about yeah, telling cool. a story and delivering entertainment to the fans. Do you, do you really want to hear Cody... And Roman that, go back and forth for the next three months, February, March, two no, months. No, I think – no, I would love – man, I, I just want them to somehow fuse it all together and make sense. That's all I'm asking for, right? Yeah. And, I and, agree. And, Dude, I wanted I the think, Rock – see, i got to be honest. I wanted the Rock to show up the Royal Rumble win the Royal Rumble. That's what, that's what I personally was hoping for, you know? Yeah, and, and that, would made, that would have made sense had they brought him in as number 30. Yeah. And he came yeah, in. That, that would have made sense. And in retrospect, they might have regretted that move. Yep. You know, they might look back on it and say, okay, we, we learned next time we can't screw ourselves up. We, we, we build this up. You win this, you get that, and now we're taking it away. Um, you know, for people to be booing The Rock is out, 
outrageous. Like, whoever thought that would happen? People, people love The Rock. Yeah, people love The Rock. I just think people are pissed off off the Royal Rumble and shit. Right. But I, I, think, I, really people think, being, I think people are being short-sighted. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, um, I remember Hulk Hogan had left the WWE, and they, they, they elevated Bret Hart to be the guy. And Brett did good, yeah. but he ain't Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And right. they had that WrestleMania where they did the togas and all of that. And I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 Yokozuna had beat Bret Hart, and he had and Hulk Hogan had came out, and Yokozuna challenged Hulk, and Brett looked at Hulk and said, "Go." Go in, go, go do it. And everybody like, oh my God, because Hogan had been gone and he was coming back. Yeah. And he became yeah. mega. Went in, beat Yokozuna, won the title, and he just became that's where he really became the, the legend. I think if people yeah. get out of their own ways, first of all, enjoy having the rock back, you know, a little bit more often for the next couple of months. Enjoy the banter that's going to go back and forth between The Rock and Roman Reigns. Enjoy the storyline. Enjoy the whole family storyline. That's going to be amazing. And then the match will be whatever the match will be. And then The Rock will go back to making movies. And then, they go, and then Cody's going to come back in. And The Rock's going to – he's going to figure out a way that this is going to hand off back to Cody and make Cody even bigger. I hope so. That needs to happen. Bigger. It, it can't be – he can't get up a spot for no reason. That's my only concern. He can't get up for no reason. The Rock has to, like, in story or whatever, make it right for Cody to to elevate rather than, you know, fall back into the fray, right? That's my, that's my whole thing. Don't be surprised if they don't announce that it's a non-title match and that they are wrestling for head of the table. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. So I just think people that like like – you really think The Rock is going to disappoint you? Like, The Rock is doing this for us. He don't need to come back. He don't need to do any of this. He's doing this for the fans. And then I got to, you know, whatever. We want Cody and, you know, Rocky sucks. I'm like, this ain't 1996. Leave him alone. Cut it out. <laughs> but you guys, right. like, love Cody Rhodes too, though, right? I just want to make sure. Oh, I, I, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I've always, I, I, I like him better now. He's matured. He went away, yeah, did much. an EW. Yep, he grew up, now. and he's, he's much yep. more mature. I, like, I didn't like him before. I thought he was a brat, but he's much better now. I like, I like him now. Yeah. So, Jay, I, I didn't mean to exclude you. I don't know how much of this you've been following, so. Fine. I, I really haven't had a chance to, so. <laughs> Excuse me. It's, that, that's fine. <clears throat> okay. All right. I'm well, interested in Thursday. I'll say this. It is part of several weeks, technically. I'm interested Thursday in the press conference of what they do, so we'll see. Yeah, Thursday is a great night. Get your popcorn ready. We got, we got WWE press conference, and then we got NFL honors. Um, yep. Oh, Thursday, Thursday is a great night. Um, all right, let's get to picks. Let's get to picks. Who are we picking? The Chiefs are the underdogs by, I think, two. One and a half or two points. The 49 Yeah. Um, so, JB, I'm going to start with you. Who are you picking to win the Super Bowl? 
and why? Well, to keep it football-related, in the words of Harry Douglas, that boy bad. <laughs> I'm talking about Mahomes. I'm not going to even bet against him because I did that. I think it was the divisional round, and um, I learned my lesson. I didn't do that for the conference championship. Um, I, I expect this game to be tight, very tight, and I expect it to be a little bit more high scoring than folks are anticipating. I don't know what the over-under is, but whatever that is, I think it's going to go over, but it's going to be tight. But I think it's going to be Mahomes. I think he just – between the the combination of him and Kelsey, and I think there's going to be another player that's going to step up that we haven't heard a whole lot about, either on the offensive defensive side. I'm not sure who, but I just feel as though Mahomes has got that team. 49ers are going to give them hell, but it's going to be Kansas City in, in a very, very highly contested game. Okay. And we are – Honored to have a special guest. Is this Dr. Train? Man, I ain't no special guest. Shit, I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's all I am. <laughs> Just late. <laughs> well, when you say, I don't think I'm going to make it, and then you show up, you're not late. You I'm, I'm now special. I, hey, I appreciate special it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, you know. Uh, ain't no special. special. He said, at least it's not what? At least it ain't the small yellow bus special. Oh, okay. <laughs> meet me. Meet me. Um, <laughs> so how how is everything, Trey? Uh, we still just got we, – we, we, we have um, cracks in the foundation that we got to get checked out. So okay. from their perspective, it's it, it's bad because of the way the home is, is made. Like, it's on a hill. So okay. uh, the dirt that's up against the house along the um, – our, our, our bedroom is in the back corner. So that dirt that sits up against against the house, even though there's a trench to try to run water away from the house, that dirt is really saturated. And so the belief is that uh, because that dirt is so saturated and we've had consistent rain for almost a week now, um, it, it's just going to keep coming until the rain okay. stops. So, well, yeah, you know, here's the good news. I mean, you know, when you live in a palatial estate like you do, I mean, you just, you know, you grab the wife, you get on your Segway <laughs> and you just move to the other side of the mansion and you say, baby, we're just going to live over here for a while. I mean, we ain't seen this part of the mansion in, in, in a couple of months anyway, you know, so let's just live on this side of the mansion while, you know, the workers do their thing over there, I, I, you know. They so far away, we can't even hear them digging and banging and all that, you know. And we good, so you know. That's, that's at least that's the good news, you know what I'm saying? See, I am going to imagine that that's exactly how it is. And then I'm gonna get through it. I'm gonna work with that. Yeah, work with that one. Work with that one. Well, you called it a good time. Um, we're 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 making our picks. You didn't miss much of anything. You, miss, I mean, we talked about, you know, Taylor Swift. And we talked about the 49ers, and we talked about Mahomes. We talked about Mahomes' dad. Um, but now we're, we're, we're at pick'em time. So you actually called in at a really good time. So Jay is going with the 40 I'm, – I'm sorry. Jay is going with the Chiefs. And to quote Jay, who quoted Harry Douglas, that boy bad. Um, 
So, Case um, Train, since you have joined us, who do you have and why? Man, um, I'm honestly just going to pick the Chiefs. Simply put, for me, it's because they got Patrick Mahomes. I I did not think Chiefs was going to beat Baltimore. I figured it was going to be tight. But I just thought Baltimore is a unit. They well, they're well to a machine. They're going they're going to get it done. And um, Nah, um, Chris Jones went into playoff mode. <laughs> if there's if there's such a thing, but <laughs> I think there is. And um, Patrick Mahomes just stepped it up a notch, just in the sense of understanding how to make when when to make a play, how to make a play. Um, it, it just it, it just elevated his game. And the thing is, it didn't look outside of the one was like a jump pass that he did, and I think I texted and K Star replied, and it was like, but damn, <laughs> you know. But still, it's just you just see the dude just locked in. And I know San Francisco's going to bring it. And I wouldn't be surprised if they win it. But I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes at this point. I'm sorry. I'm in. The dude's convinced me. Okay. So that's two. That's two for Mahomes. And I will be – I will honestly say I have not picked against Mahomes this playoffs. So – but that's two for Mahomes. They said almost the same stuff you said. Very similar. Now let's go to the Brock Purdy. You know, this is this is the, this is the, the guy who leads the Brock Purdy uh, a fan club. Um, yep. So now it's time for you to put your money where your mouth is, Mr. K Star. Who do you have and why? I am going with the Niners. You know, most of the year, not most of the year. Well, actually, frankly, most of the year, we all collectively agree that the scariest team when they're playing the best is the San Francisco 49ers, right? Now, these last few games they haven't played well but they still found a way to make the fucking Super Bowl okay the Chiefs as as good as they are they've had their ups and downs offensively they're not the same team as they've been as they were four years ago versus the Niners in the Super Bowl the Chiefs weakness is their run defense they are 29th in rush or yeah rush EPA against so Christian McCaffrey I think is going to dictate the game Yes, Christian McCaffrey, not Brock, Christian. They'll do it together. But I think that is such a huge edge because, to me, the Chiefs have to play quite perfect offensively to stay in this game because I do expect the Niners to really lean into that edge with Shanahan and then to play the best game they played this playoffs. And to me, I think when you look at it from that lens, we've seen the Chiefs kind of play their best games in these playoffs as a team. I do not think they're as good of a team that we've seen all year as the Niners are, and the Niners have that edge, I think, simply because they have Christian McCaffrey in a incredible matchup position for the Niners to take advantage of and exploit. I think the Niners find a way to get this get this win. I think Fred Warner is one of the best linebackers in football. I think he can do a little bit to limit Kelsey. And I still think they have the receivers in Kansas City that keep up with the Niners' efficient offense. I think they do play an efficient game, so I'm going to San Fran. Okay, not surprised at all. Um, uh, so, I don't. I, I've learned watching as many Super Bowls um, as I have, and as many big games in my life that I have—not just Super Bowls, playoff games, regular season matches between 
juggernauts, undefeated teams playing late in the season or one loss teams or, you know, uh, games where people, you know, if you win, you, you're in, if you lose, you're out. I, I have learned that all the stats in the world don't fucking matter. I could give a shit who's ranked where it, who's going to come to play. It's one game. This is it. Whatever you did, you know, and, 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 and I'll tell you what made me realize this, this is Dallas getting mollywhopped by Green Bay. And on paper, it wasn't a game. On paper, Dallas should have won by three scores. And everything favored yeah. Dallas. Everything. Dallas should be doing this because this is what Green Bay is weak at. And Green Bay is going to do that. Green Bay, you know, uh, they, they like to they, they throw uh, against uh, man uh, coverage a lot. Dallas plays. Like everything on paper was Dallas, 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 Dallas. We played that game. Dallas played like ass. Ass. Didn't show up. Green Bay came to play. Matt LaFleur had those boys ready to play. Jordan Love said, hold my beer. And it made me realize it doesn't matter what your ranking is. Christian McCaffrey running against the Chiefs, their defense. doesn't matter. For one game, can Kansas City get it together? I believe so. For one game, can San Francisco get it together? I believe so. And I believe that's what we're going to see on Sunday. I think throw everything out the window, we're going to see the two best teams in the NFL. And let's be clear, Baltimore had a chance to show that they were one of the two best teams in the NFL. They failed. If I'm going to be honest and say my team failed, then let's be clear who else failed. Baltimore failed. Did. Let's be clear who else failed. Buffalo failed. I won't say Detroit failed because no one expected Detroit to be where they were. They overachieved, in my opinion. And look out for them next year. And I feel so sorry for Dr. Train because he's got to deal with Detroit and Green Bay next year. I hope they get that quarterback <laughs> thing right, man, because y'all don't get that quarterback thing right. You're going to have a long year next year, but we got plenty of time to talk about that. Man, um, don't like a pot of neck bones, T. Let's just wait for it. Just wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we do the show at 9 o'clock at night, even though I'm tired as hell. Who else would have said that? Nobody said that but Dr. Craig. My man. My brother. You know, I had uh, on a separate note. Well, actually on this note. And JB and, 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 and Train will get this. Case though, you may or may not. I don't know. I had somebody ask me. I understand why everybody's talking about Lamar winning changes everything because He's a black quarterback and this, that, and the other. And, you know, they wanted him to be a running back and da 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 da. And he, you know, Mahomes is black. He's a black quarterback. I said, look, no, he ain't. <laughs> I, I, I said, for the purposes of what black people are talking about, Mahomes ain't a black quarterback. He black, but he ain't a black quarterback. He's a black football player. There's a difference. Mahomes hasn't had to face any of the things that that Lamar had to face. He didn't have to be told change positions. He didn't told you can't throw the ball. He ain't told your style ain't go. He ain't get he ain't go through any of that. Lamar did. So, you know, so as a black man, I'm just gonna say, I explained this to a white dude who like didn't understand, you know, you know what what barriers? What 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 is he changing? You know, you playing a good black quarterback in the NFL. Guy? Huh. Man, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> All right. Uh, you already know where I'm going. I'm going with Kansas City. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, uh, Train, we said earlier that, you know, K-Star got on his Brock Purdy pan wagon, and I said, hey, this is his time to show it. 
You know, this is it right here. You know, I, I, I don't I, I don't think Lamar should win MVP, but he will. But I don't think he should. Um, so if Purdy is the MVP of this league, even though he's not going to win it, he can go out there and show it. He can go out there and play a great game and still lose and convince me that he's that guy. Because he's playing Michael Jordan. Right? We had a lot of great players in their career play Michael Jordan and lost, and they're still legends. So Purdy can go out there and play a great game. Don't be the reason your team lost. Don't show up, uh, I mean, not show up like you did against Baltimore. Go out there and play a solid game. Even if you lose just because Mahomes is that guy, I'll be the first one to say, man, that boy bad. (laughs) I'm talking about, you know, Purdy. Yeah, I'm I'm stealing the line too, Jay. Um, But what I think is going to happen, I think we're going to see Mahomes, I mean, uh, Purdy come down to earth a bit. And I think, you know, we saw three quarters of one guy, and in one quarter he put on his cape last game. I think we're going to see more of that first guy than we are that second guy. And I think Mahomes is, is you know, he's just, he's it right now. When we he's look definitely at the most consistent quarterback in that game, that's for sure. Yeah, it, it, Listen, we talk about, you know, and I said during the league, I said, I said during the season, Dak was this, Dak was that, and I believe he was at that time. Um, but when you look at it now, it's, it's, it's Mahomes and everybody else. Now, could Aaron Rodgers show us next year that he still belongs on that same stage? He could. And we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Tom Brady is gone. There is nobody else on that level. Josh Allen? No. You know, Dak Prescott, no. You know, Lamar Jackson, no. Could Joe Burrow show us next year? Joe got to stay healthy. So he could show us that he belongs on that level. But right now, no. It is Patrick Mahomes and everybody else. And I believe because of that and because as a team, are they a better team? K-Star said something very interesting earlier in the show. He said Kansas City at their best, San Francisco at their best, San Francisco wins. San Francisco's the better team. And I wanted to disagree. (laughs) I wanted to say, no! I can't disagree. I think San Francisco, at their best, is a better team than Kansas City. But the equalizer, and before Denzel, and before Queen Latifah, Edward Woodward, Woodward, rest in peace, was the original equalizer back in the 80s. The equalizer is Patrick Mahomes. And he, 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 I think, will be enough for them to win. And then let, and then let the discussion begin. I also said earlier, Train, I said, can we shut up with Mahomes is better than Brady, please? Can we just let that go? Can we stop? We could say he's on the trajectory, he's on his way, he might be, he's this, he's that. Okay. But he got a long way to go to be able to eclipse Tom Brady. So they, need to, they need to cut that out. That's just putting but I don't. Place. I just don't even understand the point of the conversation. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Too early. Can we just so can we just appreciate that we got another one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, People so, wanted Kobe to be better than Mike. They wanted Bron to be better than Mike. Can't you just appreciate that you got another one? Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's a very that's a great example of 
LeBron James, 39 years old, doing things we've never seen anybody at 39 do. No. Not even Michael Jordan did this at 39. Doesn't mean he's better than Mike. It just means we're seeing something we've never seen before, playing MVP-level basketball at 39 years old. No noticeable decline in his game at 21 years. He's still selling tickets. And you buying Lakers tickets when they play, hoping that he plays. Like, man, please let him play this game. Please let him play this game. And he sits out on you. And you be like, damn. <laughs> Let's just appreciate it, man. Stop that. You know, the comparison can only go so far. And then after a while, it's just like, I'm glad we're seeing this again. Yeah, I agree. Um, last question for you guys, and then we're going to get on out of here. Um, what are you doing for Super Bowl? We always talk about. What are you doing? What are you cooking? What are you doing? Um, we'll do K-Star last because, you know, <laughs> we know how that is. You know, that, that's, that's Doritos and, 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 and great Kool-Aid. So uh, yeah. uh, let's start with JB, though. I know, I know JB. Right, let's go, JB. I want to hear it. What you got planned? What you, what you going to do? Honestly, I'm still not sure. I am really not sure. Um, it, it's going to be more than just some – some chips and some grape soda. I know that much. It might be some um, <coughs> some ribs, either some ribs or some chicken, because I just did steak tonight. So ribs, chicken, uh, maybe like a fruit platter, salad or a uh, fruit platter or a vegetable platter, and um, definitely some alcohol for sure. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have something. I'm gonna ch- kick back, chill. I'm gonna enjoy that damn game. Okay. Uh, Dr. Train, any, any plans? I know things are a little unsettled at, at, the, at the estate right now, but any plans? Well, I, I just got a last-second invite today. Uh, we, we're, we're likely doing some friends of ours that are, like, down the street from us. Okay. So it alleviates me from all the cleanup and everything. And they normally have good food, but I'll probably bring something to add to the grill. So be around a couple of fellows. One's a Bears fan, one's a Raiders fan, so... Okay. It'll be a good time. And, and my okay. wife and uh, other young lady, they, they, they're god sisters, so. Oh, okay. Okay. That's, that's close, great. close family. Yeah, okay. Uh, K-Star, any plans for the Man, school? if you say I mean, chips and dip, bro, you need some friends. Seriously. Other than that. <laughs> other than that. Hey, man, I'm going to do is say for a cheese platter. You know, and then I, I'm thinking about actually uh, grilling some steak, something like that. I want to have something nice with it, for sure. Oh, shit. Did you say grilled steak? Yeah. Are you going to put, like, sitting on it, too? Hell, yeah. Fuck, yeah. I'm eating salt and pepper and call it a day. I mean, you're going (laughs) to No, I got, dude, I I ordered, um, I don't know if you guys heard heard of St. Elmo's in Indiana, but that place has, like, some of the best steaks you can get. I got some seasoning stuff from um, St. Elmo, their brand, so I want to use that if I do, if I go with steak, which... Oh, that sounds kind of good, honestly. I only believe it if you send a picture. Got to send a picture. We'll I'll send yeah. a picture of whatever it is. I'll send a picture of whatever it is I do, but I'm leaning towards yeah, that. Yeah, and if you send a picture of some Burger King bags, we fly into Jacksonville and we fight. Nah. <laughs> 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 I don't want to hear no habit your way. I don't want to hear you rule or none of that shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so my lovely lady is having minor surgery on Friday. She's going to be okay. It's minor procedure. 
And so we're thinking we, for the first time in years, will not be watching the Super Bowl together. We normally watch it together, and she makes some stuff, and I make some stuff, and we usually have way too much food for just the two of us, but we both like to eat, and we are, you know, deviled eggs and, you know, all types of stuff, and then I, I do the grill, and I'll do ribs or whatever, you know, and um, but this year, it is more likely that she'll be convalescing. I, I'll be going over to check on her and stuff, um, but, you know, we decided that more than likely, uh, she wants to be home recovering, which, you know, you, you, you know, you, you know, you, not, you know, you had something done medically, you, you, you know, she's like, well, you could come pick me up. And I'm like, do you really want to come to my house and be, she's like, nah, not really. I was just trying to keep it consistent. But, and I like watching football in my house, <laughs> you know, I just like my shit. So more than likely I will be alone, which I'm perfectly fine with. I will not be going to a Super Bowl party because People around here talk too damn much. They talk too damn much. And I know I talk a lot too, but I don't talk during football. I don't talk during football. So I'm going to have a Velveeta cheese dip with some ground beef, seasoned ground beef and Velveeta and some, some tortilla chips. It's kind of my appetizer. And then I'm going to, um, I'm going to do um, – a pork belly on the grill and then in the, in the, under the broiler to get the skin nice and crispy. I found a recipe online that I absolutely love and I'm going to try to make that. I bought two pork bellies, one experiment went and then the, the main, the main, main event. And I'm either going to, I'm probably also going to do like a half a rack of baby back ribs because it's going to be me. So I'll do half, I'll smoke like half a rack of baby back ribs or, or a full, I brought a couple of smaller rats, not the normal ones, they're, they're smaller in size, they were on sale. So probably some smoked baby back ribs, my little meat and cheese dip, and my pork belly, and uh, I will not be having alcohol because then I will fall asleep. <laughs> so I can't drink during the game or I will, I will fall asleep. So I can't do that. So that's, that's my plan. So, um. All right, uh, there was one other thing I wanted to say. I can't remember, so final thoughts. Uh, K-Star, final thoughts. Yeah, let's all enjoy this game. This is it. Probably the best two teams in the league. Uh, Ravens kind of showed their ass, so uh, I think that's the case. Looking forward to it. Um, I know a lot of people are annoyed or whatever. I think they're tired of Mahomes, but as we said earlier, just appreciate greatness for what it is, and you know, I think everyone most can agree that Nash is one of the best teams in the league, if not the best. So it should be a really good game. I'm looking forward to it. Okay. JB, final thoughts. Feels like yesterday we were talking about the preseason, and now we're talking about the Super Bowl. And it goes by fast, but you always enjoy the journey. You always enjoy the surprises and the disappointments that come with the season. And this one has been no different. So really looking forward to to watching the game and hoping that it lives up to the hype when you take a look at the, the teams that are being played in this game and also the the storylines as well as the betting lines too. So just really looking forward to that. And um, sad that the season is coming to an end, but always look forward to talking about the wrap-up. So this ought to be a good one. Okay. Dr. Train, final thoughts. And. Enjoying the disappointment sounds like going through trials and tribulations. 
Bukan tarik. But uh, it is the last game of the season, so hooray to those teams that made it. I'll enjoy it for what it is. However, I think there is a conspiracy that teams do not want Chicago to have a good quarterback. We're going to talk about that later. I believe there is a conspiracy, man. I'm like, why we can't get, we can't have a quarterback? What is it? I don't get it. We'll talk about it later, though. We will. There's a lot to unpack there. Um, I didn't want to dilute the Super Bowl discussion with that, but, you know, um, before we before we take our off-season break, we have to unpack that. I mean, that's probably the hottest off-season story brewing right there between Chicago, Washington, and all of that, and what's going on, and, and I definitely, definitely want to get your insight on that, but... We'll hold that to, um, you know, maybe next week if 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 the, if the game doesn't give us enough meat to fill a show, uh, we might build in some Bears time or some quarterback time because I am I I mean, part of me wants to call you when we get off the show, but I don't want to. <laughs> I, I want to be surprised, you know. But I think back to the conversation we used to have back in the day, you know, before before you joined the. the, the you know this, this talk show, um, but you know I, I, I'm I'm very curious. But I'm gonna hold off until next week. I want I want your thoughts and your insight because that is very 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 intriguing as a football fan. And I also I want when we do that, I'm gonna go on one of my little soliloquies, my little my little friendly tirades about the fans. But I'm gonna hold that. I'm not gonna do that tonight. I'll hold that after we talk about the Bears because it's kind of connected to the whole quarterback controversy or maybe not controversy yet, but the whole quarterback question, you know, in the draft and then and, and the fans, and there's, there's something really important I want to say there. But after we get trained insight on that whole issue. So so there, there's a tease for anyone who's a fan of the Madden Boys, and particularly if you're a fan of Dr. Train. I'm a fan of Dr. Train. But I'm also a fan of JB and K Star, so I, I, I want to hear what they have to say. So, um, um, okay, did I cut anybody off? Because I know I do that from time to time. Did everybody get their final thoughts out? Okay, um, look, I don't have, I don't, I don't, I don't. The, the, the kiss of death. I don't have much to add. I'm looking forward to a good game. So let's get a good game. We'll come back next week. We'll do this all over again. So for Doctor Train, for K Star, and for JB. Thank you for listening to the Madden Voice. Enjoy the Super Bowl. And we'll be back next Tuesday to to wrap that up. And maybe we can get some Dr. Train insight on what's, what's happening and why doesn't anybody want Chicago to have a top-notch quarterback. Hmm, inquiring minds want to know. Stay tuned. Enjoy the game. We'll see everybody next week.